Good morning. Good morning. Dude, you you uh you confused me cuz you changed your PFP for the first time ever. No, it's not for the first time oh, ever. It's just, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rare. Um so that PFP that I'm wearing is for a brand called Mino Mob. Um, they hired me to do six hours of coaching for them. Oh, okay. And today is their mint party. I saw you in there. Um, and they've already they've already minted out uh, basically twenty five percent of the collection, almost thirty percent of the collection already. Um, That's awesome. So it's going really really well. And he's supposed to be writing a review for Comards for it. Um, I'm getting set up here to record this as an audio so that we can put it up as um, a, uh, a uh, podcast, whatever. All right. I don't do a whole lot of uh, editing or anything like that for these AMAs. They're pretty raw. But, yeah. All right. Well, you do what you got to do. I'm going to go uh, grab grab my uh, coffee and get myself settled in, all that. We need to figure out where everybody's at because we've been posting the shit out of it. I posted it on pretty much all the active social networks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, let's just give it some time. It's still not even 11 a.m., so people probably haven't had their uh, reminders yet or anything, but... Well, uh, I keep forgetting that you're in a weird time zone. Weird? <laughs> no yeah, weirder than like, yours, man. You're you're 12 hours ahead of me, and you shouldn't be. Or two hours. Wait. Two hours. Yeah, I was like, yeah, wait, you're way off here. <laughs> what are you, in Nigeria? <laughs> no, I was... Uh, I was talking with another brand earlier about doing an AMA for them. And they're 12 hours ahead of me. And we're trying to figure out a way to keep them from having to be up at one o'clock in the morning to do an AMA. Right. Yeah. It gets, it gets complicated. I was up at, um, uh, well, this is pretty normal for me, uh, but I, I was running a space from uh, like 11 PM until 2 AM last night. Um, my friend uh, in Nigeria <laughs> was just waking up and it was his launch party. Um, but yeah, work, it works for me. Cause I'm just a, I'm just a night hawk. I'm up at this every night. That is so funny. Yeah. That's the way I do it. But all now, right, I'll be- I, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to get all my ducks in order and make sure I've got everything set up and yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's hopefully get some more people. Showing up and say, it's only me and you so far, so we can shoot the shit if no one shows up. <laughs> hey, you know what? If they don't show up, they don't show up. I mean, because here's the thing. On the podcast, nobody will know anything different anyway. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't really bring anybody else up until like the last 15, 30 minutes of the AMA so that they can ask whatever questions they have. So. Sounds good. Okay. All right. That's well, how I roll. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, give me a few. I'm just going to duck out for a couple minutes. Um, I play some music if you wanted when I get back or something like that while we wait for, for some people to come in. Yeah, you're good. All right. Cool. Just give me a couple minutes.
How you been, Hermie? I ain't been here around for a while. We're just trying to get some more people in here, and then um, we'll try to get it going here. And even if we don't have more show up, that's okay. <clears throat> oh, we got Hermie here. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Usually, that's... like, there's, I mean, it's just been me and you for 10 minutes. That's bizarre. I know. I know. Yeah. That's what's strange. Right? What's up? What's up? Her How are you? Hermie, what's going on? What? Why? Is nobody seeing space? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I was just wondering if I could shill my project. <laughs> Do you yeah, You're exactly. So Hi, Aww. my name is Mike. I go by Hermie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I listen. I just got a notice um, about ten minutes ago from uh, Comards. I think you sent a DM or something, or posted something. I don't know, but at any rate, I have no idea. Yeah, me either. I'm confused. I don't either. It's weird. I mean, in fairness, guys, this is really only episode number two of the interrogation station. So, um, you know, I don't know that a lot of people know about it yet. And I think that might be part of the issue. But, um, you know, anybody, anybody that we bring into the, the interrogation um, you know, they're, they're going to get promoted about two weeks after they've been on um, through a podcast because we're going to release the episode as a podcast as well. So, yeah. Maybe they thought it was the immigration station, right? Hey. No. Possibility. You know what I'm Yo. saying? Yeah, no, it's weird. I don't get it. But... I know. I know. Uh, I don't know. Is it is it the timing? Is it the time of the day? Are there a lot I don't of, think like, so because last spaces? week... Last week we had. Um, you, want me to give, you want me to give you a tip? Sure. I would always use Eastern Time, even if you're not on it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I Should will have to remember that. My own feedback, anyway. All right. In but the immigration station. Last <laughs> week we had like I want to say around fifty some people in the space with Draco Leopard Gang. So. I don't know. I, I, it's weird. Oh. Because normally when I run a space, there's tons of people wanting to join up and whatever. It's it's So it's new for me. And me too. <laughs> like I usually, I'll start up a space and I'll get, you know, a decent amount of people in. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on today. Well, I know that the, that the um, uh, Mino Mob is having a mint party and they've got quite a few people in there. And when I look at um, NFT talk and the spaces that they've got going on, um, there's quite a few spaces running right now on. Yeah, it doesn't mean you'd have three. It means you would have 20. You know what I mean? Like That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway. So what uh, are you What's what? What have you guys been up to? I've been uh, MIA for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, I figure you had some deep thoughts and stuff that you had to deal with, but <clears throat> and some, 
Yeah. But anyway, no, I uh, had Arias surgery last week. It went really, really well. Excellent. She's, she's recovering very nicely. She's pretty much back to herself. Aww. Um. So we, we dealt with that. Um, we go to the cardiologist on Monday uh, to see, you know, what, if any issues she does or doesn't have. And um, so there's that. But then on top of that, we've just been uh, really focusing in on the coaching and the uh, teaching side of, of what it is that Comards does. Um, you know, we, we we're uh, in a space today of the Mino Mob because we actually have coached them. We we're employed by them uh, for coaching, and I think our coaching's panning out because he has less than a thousand followers. He's got a forty-four hundred piece collection, and they're already thirty percent of the way through the mint. Um, so I think he's doing very, very well on that, and that's the piece that I'm sporting right now. Um, but uh, so we're doing that and, and it's just been crazy. I've been picking up metaverse land all over the place where I can, uh, you know, like mainly. And here's the punchline. I've been earning a lot of it for free. So I'm like, OK, I'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah. But that said, um, I do want to go on ahead and get started and I'll get this recording going. Just bear with me a minute, um, and then we can definitely go from there in terms of that. So, give me one second here. This is going to be a very, um, a very private and intimate show because it's only three of us today. Most inner thoughts, or whatever that phrase. <laughs> most thought. <laughs> well, Hermie, we're glad you're here, my friend. Yeah. All good. I'm glad you. Well, yeah. This is a weird time for me to be in a space. Honest, to be honest, I'm just. Uh, I bet if we did this space at 11 p.m., a lot of people that I know would be in here. I bet, uh, you know, most most of the people that jump into my spaces uh, are probably sleeping. Because <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I always do mine in the evening. I hear that. Um... I just jumped in to listen, quite honestly. I'm just working, so... But I don't mind speaking. I get really nervous when I'm on the panel. Do you? No. I don't believe, I don't believe that, no. Yeah. I yeah. used to, though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, back in March, way back. Yep. <laughs> I used to... Um, I used to take notes on the host and the co-host, so when I came back up mm -hmm. like the next day or something... I would have something to bring up with them that they liked. Yeah, 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 totally. totally I, I still do that, to be honest. Like, during during shows, um, I'll make notes and listening about things that piqued my interest and something that I want to mention because I know I'm just going to forget. Like, my, I can't. it's hard for me to keep track of information while I'm listening, and uh, I forget the things I want to say. So, Jonah, when you're hosting yeah, and somebody comes up, where where are you going? Like, what are you digging into? Is it different for each project or thing that you do most of the time? Depends on, um, depends on the person, depends on, uh, the, their work and what interests me about it. Um, uh, sometimes, um, sometimes I'll just ask, uh, 
a more broad question, like, uh, insp- like ask about things that inspire them oh. or, um, yeah, I, I don't. I so. usually up in their Twitter bio, I kind of review what's going on there. and then Same, where, yeah. Wherever their link tree takes me, that's kind of where I end up, but, um, or yeah. whatever posted. Yeah, and like, uh, just, just uh, inquire. Um, uh, you know, like what what their upcoming plans are, if, what what new collections they're they're going to be working on, what direction they're going to be going in, just things like that. Are you Whatever. sharing upcoming plans today in this or? Poo, uh, as best as I can because yeah. my plans are all over the map. <laughs> I have because, as you know, um, you've given me a lot of ideas to work with too, so I have a lot of things that I have to get to. Um, so I don't really have any, any concrete plans, right. uh, I would say, but I have many, many ideas. So you got to um, prioritize and pick the ones that make the most sense for next and make sure uh, mm. not too similar to the previous collection. And yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where we're at. Do you enjoy hosting more than jumping around? Or a little of both? bit of both. Yeah. Uh, I've done less jumping around these days. Um, I just, I don't, I haven't had the bandwidth um, to, to get up and, and sh- do the shill. <laughs> um, so I guess right now I'm, I'm doing more of the hosting and co-hosting, putting more energy into that. Um and also, I, I just sold out my collection, right? So, so I don't really ha- feel like I have anything to uh, get up and, and really share. Like, other than Jonah's, you know, assorted art. It's, there's yep. nothing really cohesive right now for me to, to share as a collection. Um, so you've got a lot of ideas down. Do you have what your next plans are? Like, have you gotten that far? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do have another collection. I, I My pin tweet um, is... Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So that's the next collection that I'm going to go with. Um, and uh, that's that's still in the works. All, like the art is done, but I want to actually sit down with Jonah and um, ask him questions about each piece and you know, get some uh, get some alpha from from him personally about, uh, you know, what he sees in the art and, you know. Every, every he's he's gonna have a lot of ideas um, around it. It's just a matter of uh, getting him to focus on. And so these these things I have to do sort of uh, I have to spread it out for him. I can't just sit down and do all the pieces at once. It's gonna be too much. So I just went on your uh, your account, retweet that pin tweet, and you're crushing it with followers. You go. Yeah, man. We yeah we're. 43 we're, we're gonna be hitting 5,000 soon good it's for crazy. you it's crazy why don't you have jonah do a 5k and draw and color it and then you give that away the night that you uh you hit it i should <laughs> when are you gonna when are you gonna do that variations i'm gonna do the what now the variations what variations are we talking about of the comard's work oh still working on it oh okay Ooh. Oh, I need to talk to you about um, um, editions. Yeah, no, that's Don't fine. Need to talk we to can you about that. Let's DM about that. Don't yeah, we, we can do that later. But yeah, I do want to go on ahead and get the show going. 
All um, right. Hold on a minute here. I think Little Miss decided to throw a fit right as I'm trying to do the intro. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh. Mommy's trying to lay her down for a nap. And she's well, yeah, we don't want any of that. Give me one second here. Oh. Hold on a second. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I am going to, number one, we're already recording, so if this doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. It's not a big deal. Um, I did a little test sample while you and Hermie were talking, and it did seem to work out. I'll have to adjust the loudness of it, but um, it did seem to work out, and the recording of it on my computer, which is what I'm speaking through to do that. <clears throat> so, unfortunately... It doesn't work out for me to import the audio uh, from the live Twitter space. I can do it from the recorded, but yeah, anyway. That being said, here we go. I'm going to start the recording right now. Hello and welcome to the Comard's Interrogation Station with your host, Comard from Comard's NFTs. Today, we have special guest Jonah's world and his mommy here to talk about what it is that he's got going on in his world, as well as what they're doing to make a difference in the world, not only for themselves, but for those around them. Hello, and welcome to the Interrogation Station. Jonah, how are you doing today? Hi, Comard's. We're having a good morning. Thanks for having us here. You're absolutely welcome. We are thrilled to have you. And we've got so many questions for you and things that we want to talk about with you guys. Um, the first of which is just so that the audience has a little bit of a background on it. I kind of want you to tell us a little bit about some of the, the ailments that Jonah deals with on a day in day out basis and how that's affected his, his quality of life and what you guys are doing to improve his quality of life through your NFTs. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, let me start at the beginning, I guess. Um, so Jonah has uh, had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of developmental uh, pretty early on. Um, so when he was, um, you know, when he was three months old, even we we just started noticing that he didn't want to, he didn't uh, want to lay on his uh, tummy. Um, he had a hard time um, like sitting up and and just keeping his balance. So we kind of knew something a little bit off. Um, and uh, so he was he was involved with specialists right from the beginning, assessing him and, you know, just trying to figure out where these developmental delays were coming from. 
Um, when he was around two years old, uh, he had a brain scan and they discovered that his cerebellum was underdeveloped and he was diagnosed with uh, cerebellar hypoplasia. Um, and that is, uh, that is what has caused a lot of, of the uh, disabilities that he's had. So uh, the fact that he um, didn't start taking his first steps until he was about four years old. Uh, same with, with uh, speaking. He, he started to sound out syllables and just form his, his first words uh, at around four years old as well. Um, and all of that uh, was explained by his, uh, his underdeveloped cerebellum. Um, but we still didn't know uh, why like why that happened. Um, there was no, like I had a, a normal, typical pregnancy, normal birth, all of that. Um, so then they started going into genetic testing. Uh, thankfully, uh, in Canada, all of this was covered under the government. <laughs> we didn't have to worry about, you know, any costs or anything like that. And they did some fairly extensive genome, whole, whole exome genome sequencing. And uh, it was through all of that testing where they found um, that both myself and my husband had uh, had the same uh, defective uh, gene that was passed along to Jonah. And um, this uh, this concluded uh, that he had a an, a very rare condition uh, called dyskeratosis congenita. Uh, dyskeratosis congenita is a bone marrow disorder. Um, it very often, uh, and and it, it probably will happen uh, at some point, that his bone marrow will start to fail. Um, it's, it's not producing enough blood cells. It can't keep up. Um, and uh, that's, that's sort of the inevitable, inevitable um, outcome uh, with this disease. Um, the the other side of it is uh, it, it affects all of your uh, it affects all of his uh, his organs uh, the way his body functions it basically um, it's it's a it's like an it's like an aging a premature aging disease right so Jonah's um, Jonah's it's hard to explain <laughs> so he has he has short telomeres. And uh, so it it basically means that um, uh, he's aging faster. So it makes him susceptible to cancer. It makes him susceptible to liver disease and lung disease. Um, so these are all the things that we now have to look out for, basically. Um, He's stable uh, at the moment. His counts are low and they always will be like his blood counts. They will always be on the lower side. They're not going to improve. Um, the only thing that will help with his bone marrow failure, obviously, is a bone marrow transplant. Um, so Jonah has regular, regular testing to make sure that his blood counts are remaining stable um, as soon as they they dip below a certain point the transplant team will get involved and we'll have to actively start looking for a donor um, 
and uh yeah so that it's uh <laughs> it's it's you know there's a there's a medical side to it and then there's a developed side to it for Jonah um that yeah i think that that answers the question about uh the you know the history um of his disease and his development um what was the other question you had what are you guys doing to improve his quality of life given mm. that he's got all of these conditions right yep so that's uh that's why we are uh regularly attending uh, appointments with Jonah. He sees so many specialists, uh, speech therapists. Um, uh, he's uh, um, uh, geez, I'm losing thought right now. Um, he, he's uh, he's regularly seen uh, behavioral therapists, and um, uh, like I said, he's getting his his blood work taken like every three months now um here he has a bone marrow biopsy um so just regular regular uh, appointments with with his specialists he has a team of doctors that we uh we have available to us uh, if we have any concerns or any questions they're there for us um and we are now um doing our best to give him more therapies, just going above and beyond what is provided to us free of charge. Um, that's what brought us into the NFT space. Uh, we, we, um, you know, we, we've struggled to be able to get him privately because that's this stuff is, is expensive. Um, just as it's been a financial burden. Um, and, so I found myself introduced to the NFT world and um, we launched a collection um, and I had no idea. This was back in March. I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't have any expectations. I was like, okay, this is, this is, I was like, maybe this will go somewhere. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll give it a shot. And um, <clears throat> literally the second day after I came in the space, I went into uh, my first uh, Twitter space and um, my brother-in-law actually was, was in this space and he introduced me and I went up and I shared my story. I shared uh, our, our collection and all the art that we had put out and people started buying it on the spot. <laughs> and these were my first sales. And I, I was just like, what? what is happening? I had no idea. He, I just set up my MetaMask the day before that. I had no idea what I was doing. And by the next day, everything had sold. Um, the people that were in that space shared, shared our story, shared, shared the word about Jonah and what we were doing. And yeah, so everything sold out. And um, so then we had to get to work uh, just to create some new art. Um but that wasn't the end of that story because uh, because I didn't know what I was doing, um, I accepted a gift, an NFT gift from who I thought was uh, you know someone I could trust. I was being a little naive, I guess, at the time. Um, and this person uh, wiped my wallet. 
So yeah, it was a it was a crazy first week in this space. All of this happened. I lost everything. And then I was brought up in Marianne Chisholm's space and she allowed me to share. She had a pretty, pretty impressive room at the time. And then uh, when I shared what had happened and how someone had, had stolen everything from our wallet and I, you know, at, at that point I had a new wallet set up. I had to go through all of that. Um, people started to uh, donate to us at that point. Um, and we ended up receiving back like three times as much as what we had lost. So it, it really, uh, it really was a, an overwhelming experience. It was quite the entry into this space and, uh, yeah, just the, the amount of kindness and support that people, people gave us just solidified our journey in in this this whole space but the challenges that you guys have faced do you feel like it's made you a stronger project a stronger brain? and i mean obviously you've you've felt a certain amount of love and just compassion throughout the space that have you felt that in other places in life you know whether it's in the real world you know through the doctors the the specialists and things like that for Jonah where they legitimately are concerned about what it is that Jonah's dealing with I'm sorry can you ask the question again <laughs> so with number 1 i, I want to say hats off to you for facing the challenges that you guys have faced all right and then to top it off you're still here which is huge because a lot of people said, you know what, I'm done with it. So my question is, is based on the love that people have shown you within this space and, you know, making donations and things like that, do you feel like it's, it's a different atmosphere than what takes place in the real world? And if so, how is it a different atmosphere for you guys? It's... It is different. It is different because, I mean, the people that we're, we're getting support from, I've never seen any of you guys face to face. I've never seen any, any of your faces. And all I've heard is your voices in here. And, um, and people are willing to show you love and support just, just based on that. Um, yeah. So, it, I mean, like I... I, I know that like our, we I've we've known for years right that we have um, a unique boy he's a very special boy and our family knows that and our friends know that but I always wanted to uh, show it to more people right and and I just I, I was on Facebook and I would share it out but mostly you know my family would see it and just give him some love and comments and that's nice and all but when I found this space, there's, it just opened up a whole new world. Um, and, and just, it just gave us the opportunity to show how amazing this kid is to so many people and to see this, uh, this level of, uh, support and acceptance from strangers really, um, has been incredible. Yeah. My husband would like to add something. Yeah, Absolutely. Hi. Um, I will point out that um, we we are all. It, it's not just about you know we're his parents and we think he's great and we want to share him with everybody else because that's what all parents are going to say. 
it's also <laughs> it's also the fact that we're we're told by these doctors that this is an incredibly incredibly rare condition and uh children and 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 not children everybody who suffers from rare conditions they they fall through cracks really really easily and uh, i mean it makes sense right if there's not so many people suffering from something then then there's not going to be as much uh a, as many supports uh right. in in place to to help these kids um but we have always been very idealistic about the idea that we can uh that, that if we can get the right out av- the right avenues the right uh pulpits or or soapboxes we can um we can raise the awareness of this to the level that it might actually affect some change and help more more than just our kid so uh so this this platform is very exciting because for the first time we are managing to get his story out to a larger group of people um oh i got goosebumps just from you know hearing you talk about that and that is so so amazing like you know i i met jonah and jonah's world for the first time i think probably about three months ago i don't i don't even know if you guys had been in the space that long when we actually met. um you know and and i'm kind of a, a broke bastard at the moment but um and it's because i live in the united states and i've got medical bills coming in for my own child that i i'm drowning in at this point and so the, the amount of work that I'm able to pick up is limited. But um, that being said, though, you know, I always, always from the day that I had learned about Jonah's story and, and met your wife and met yourself, um, wanted to do everything that I could to try and help support you guys and, and show you the love and compassion that Jonah deserves. You know, if for no other reason, that little boy deserves it because he is fighting every day you know, a fight that none of us can truly and fully understand. And, and so with that in mind, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, you know, how many collections has Jonah produced at this point? I mean, you guys have been in the space for about three months, um, you know, since March. And so how many collections he, he produced, how many collections has he minted out, you know, to date? To date. Um, so he has, uh, first alphabet collection and his second alphabet collection those two are sold out as you know um he has uh, a few other sort of smaller collections that i started but didn't really um i don't know i'm kind of rethinking how i like the direction i want to go in um so two solid collections and then uh and then he has another collection that is um uh, just more like assorted art, just things that like art you would bring home for school or just one off, like make at home sort of thing. And uh, right now um, I'm planning on launching out a new collection. It's called is scribbles collection. Uh, that's my pin tweet at the moment. Um, so that one is going to be the next uh the next one that we're going to focus on and really try and, and flesh that out and get Jonah's input on each piece. Um, and we have some other collections that we're, that we're, you know, thinking about too, but uh, that's next one. Nice. Nice. So as a part of this and, and your guys's entry into the NFT space and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but part of this is not only to, to obviously move art so that, you know, you can pay for different therapies and, and things to help enhance Jonah's quality of life. But 
a, a major goal of it for you guys is really to get the story out there so mm-hmm. that people can be made aware of the situation of, of what he's going through in the event that other children and or uh, not children mm-hmm. um, uh, dealing with these kinds of issues. Is, is that right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think my husband uh, really uh, hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's giving us uh, a, a level of exposure that I didn't think we'd get. I mean, I didn't think we'd be almost at five, like 5,000 people is a lot of people. <laughs> it and is. it's just, we're, we're, we're keeping on growing, like it's not slow. Um, so that's, that's exciting. That's now, are exciting. There, but, mm-hmm. Are there any like research organizations or foundations where people could go to, to not only research the, the, diseases and a genetic disorder, but also to possibly contribute to those organizations mm-hmm. on a financial level so that we can get more information about this and, and not necessarily come up with a cure, but at least a, mm-hmm. an effective treatment. Well, yeah, um, that's, uh, if you look in my, in my Twitter bio, um, I have uh, a shout out to Team Telomere. Team Telomere is an organization that is specifically um, raising money uh, and uh, researching improved treatments for his condition and for all conditions that are telomere related. Um, And uh, obviously researching, uh, trying to find a cure. um, But, uh, but in the absence of that, yeah. So they're, um, they're, the one that I know of and I've personally made a donation to them. I'm going to be making another donation pretty soon because we, because of the, uh, the latest collection that we've sold out. So that's, we're also going to be featured in their newsletter soon. So I'll make sure to share that out once, once that's uh, put out and that'll have a lot more information about his condition and, and how, um, uh, you know, how, how we're working with team telomere and vice versa. See, and you already done took the the next question right out of my mouth was, is part of Jonas Collections going towards this research with Team Telomere? Um, or is it just something that you guys do at random? Do you have a specific percentage? What, what are yeah, your- we're still kind of fleshing that out. Um, I think what, well, what we're going to do right now is uh, if we sell out a collection, um, we'll take 10% of everything that we made in that collection and give it to Team Telomere. Um, so we did make, uh, we've, are, we've only made one donation so far. Um, but pretty soon I'm going to be sharing out, um, another, another donation, um, because of our second alphabet collection that sold out. So we'll take 10%. Okay. Yeah. Now I did notice that, you know, not only is Jonah on Twitter, but he's also got his own website, which I've spent quite a bit of time on. <laughs> Uh, going through, you know, and the different collections that he's got. And I really like the treasure map collection. That's a really cute collection, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I don't know, something about that collection just really pops out at me. But um, no, and and so, you know, this is a really great thing for you guys to be helping to, to get the word out about the pieces that he's producing. And um, I, I guess my, my question for you on that is, are you thinking about implementing anything for the website outside of, you know, just the art galleries and collections as far as maybe telling his story, as far as maybe a sort of a blog, uh, 
to help get the word out about what telomere is and what uh, his condition is and, and some of the different day-to-day, like a, almost a journal for him so that it could help other people relate to what it is you guys are dealing with from day to day. Well, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great idea. I know, Adam. And I like, yeah, it's a good idea, Throw out some hot, hard stuff, but <laughs> you, you know, yeah, I, just, I felt like if you guys were able to do something like that and really gain kind of a, a capitalization on it, of of not necessarily a financial capitalization, but the yeah. ability to reach out to people and because people will read these stories of his day-to-day advance, you know, when you guys do like a journal entry, as an example, um, people will be able to relate to that. And thus it'll draw mm-hmm. in more people because they're relating to it. And because you're drawing more awareness to it, you know, there's a real possibility that these collections are just going to go even quicker. Um, and, and so that was kind of a thought. And, and I was just trying to get an idea of where you guys planned for the website to go in the future. Yeah, honest to God, I haven't, I haven't really thought about it. Um, but now that you've brought it to my attention, <laughs> it seems like... You know, the truth is, we're not very entrepreneurial people. And uh, uh, we what, what you're saying makes so much sense. And it's sort of like a doy thing to me. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, that's, uh, that's great. <laughs> Wish are, somebody had suggested it earlier. Why aren't we doing this already? But on a day-to-day basis, it's... Um, we're we're trying really hard to just keep our son alive and right. Yeah. I, but I do, I I love the idea. It, it well, I mean, great. even if even if you guys, because as a parent myself, I understand that they consume a massive amount of time. And Araya, because of the current health issues that she's been dealing with and things like that, it's consuming more time. And so I completely understand if you say, you know what, we don't have the time to do a post every day in in a blog format to kind of tell, you know, what took place for Jonah throughout the day, things like that. But even if you consistently did it on a weekly basis and said, you know what, we're going to do one post Mm -hmm. a week and it's going to be on Thursday morning, 7 a.m. or whatever time. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because I still feel like it's still going to add that value that people are going to be, you know what? I need to go over here to these collections and grab a piece to, to show love and support for what it is that these parents are doing for Jonah. Um, you know, and that, that's just a thought. And, and as a side note, maybe you need to hire me to help do the coaching, um, <laughs> <No>. but <laughs> a shameless plug. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, that was, that was kind of a thought on that, but it is a very cute site. I love the banner that you guys put, you know, numerous pieces of his art that, that you got in there, as well as a picture of him, because it, it it puts a sense of personalization on it. And phenomenal job with that, guys. You know, as a parent myself, um, I just created a Twitter profile for Araya as, as baby Comard's NFTs. <laughs> I um, saw that. I'm not super comfortable putting her actual image up because of, you know, the stranger things that take place on the internet. Okay. And, and so for you guys, I, I'm proud that you're enough that you're going to be able to keep him safe. Um, but it's a big deal to me. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm hmm. not quite in that position yet. Um, but moving on, I, I did want to touch on some things, you know, I see that Jonah also has a, a, Instagram account. And so with his Instagram, I noticed that he doesn't have quite the following over there that he does here. And I also noticed that you're not really posting the art over there <laughs> on Jonah's account. 
No. And I'm, I'm sitting here trying to figure out why. Why? Why, Comard? Because because time. <laughs> time. I just, because that's more effort, right? And I just. Because we need to hire a social media Because we need to hire somebody. Or, or learn how to do it ourselves. Which yeah. Is hmm. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's hard to keep up. That's that's my it answer. Is, to that. it is. It is, it, and with and and with multiple uh, uh, platforms, um, having to you know just make multiple posts and my, it's just it it's a lot of work. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hint, and and it'll you know if you're looking at m- running multiple platforms, uh, there's a software called Publer. And it's $15 a month for, I believe, up to three or six social networks. Okay. Um, and we pay for that actually myself. And, and um, what happens is, is you're able to set those and, and schedule them out in advance if you want to, things like that. And so you could literally write a single post and say, okay, I want it to go to Twitter. I want it to go to Instagram and I want it to go to MeWe or whatever. Um you know, you might think about doing something like that because you'll find yourself having a little bit more time because it just, it's almost, and you just got to connect the accounts once you get it all set up and you should be good to go there. But yeah. the, the one thing I like about the Instagram is that it shows a more personal side of Jonah, not necessarily just the art. Okay. And, and so looking at the, the posts that you have over there, it shows him being happy. It shows him playing on a playground. It shows him playing with bubbles. And for me, that just brings a huge amount of joy just because of the fact that I know what he's dealing with from you guys and having had enough conversation with you guys to see that he's got those moments in time that he's happy. He's, he's enjoying the minor things in life. I mean, oh, my yes. God, do you know what I would do to be able to go outside and play with bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like, you know, it sounds mediocre or, or, or like it's an, it's not a big deal, but it's, it's, it's oh. the opportunity to just get away from it all and just the finer things in life. And I don't care what anybody says. I am a fan of bubbles. I've even gone to <laughs> a number of adult bubble parties and went alone. But um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Jonah's YouTube channel. All right. Oh boy, you found that. Oh, boy. oh <laughs> you did you think I wasn't gonna dig deep? Come you on did now. A deep dive. So one of the things that I noticed is different playlists, and I haven't really had too much time to watch much of the videos. Um, but he's got a bunch of different uh playlists on there. And one of the things that I didn't see was a playlist for you know when he's actually drawing and, and coloring and doing these different things. Have you thought about you know? Because I'm sure you guys record some of this stuff, oh, putting yeah. a, put, putting a, a a playlist up of him doing that stuff because people love watching people create art. People love it. So my thought is is what would happen if you guys started you know a playlist of coloring in action or Jonah in action or something like that that would display yeah. you know Jonah doing these pieces of work so that people understand and it's not just some random kid down the street that you're just collecting all their school art and being like. Ta-da! Here's Jonah's work. You know, you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Another great suggestion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we we are such social media uh, peasants, <laughs> and, and so so like the fact that the fact that Joanna is getting pretty savvy at Twitter, that's a pretty that's a big, big deal. deal. It is yeah, a big deal. I'm still completely. Uh, <laughs> 
helpless at Twitter. Despite all my efforts to, yeah. to convert him. And, and <laughs> I, I avoid Facebook like the plague. And <laughs> I use a little bit of Instagram, very little bit. Uh, you know, so, so the, what you're describing is really, really like that's, that's savvy, right? That well, makes so I, much I, sense. The thing is, is that I so firmly believe in what it is you guys are doing, not only for Telomere as a nation, but for Jonah himself. And, and, you know, having a, a child that deals with a, an ailment on a consistent basis, um, you know, it's important to get that stuff out there. And because I do have that, I, I come from a corporate background and because I have that and because I'm, I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And even Joanna's like, Oh my gosh, how are you, what are you doing? What, like <laughs> how many people are on your team? And I get people asking me that all the time. And I'll be honest with you guys in terms of everything that we do online, in terms of, of social media, in terms of, of posting our art, things like that. It's just me. Uh, just yeah. It's just Comart. Um, now, but what I can tell you is that Comart's NFTs wouldn't be anywhere without my dear friend and brother, um, Jester, who, who does every bit of the art that we produce. Okay. Um, and his professional life, he is a tattoo artist and he's amazing. And he and I are so thick as thieves. Okay. Um, but, you know, so when I see things where I think there's an opportunity for you guys to gain momentum on. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I don't tell you guys that, then I'm not doing my part as a friend and, and certainly not as a supporter of what it is that Jonah is doing and what it is that you guys are trying to build for Jonah on his behalf. So that's why I make these suggestions. You guys, it's not because I don't think you guys are doing the best you can do, but I think we can fine tune some stuff and I think we can make it to to where honestly you guys even surpass the number of followers that Comarts has across all of the social platforms with little to no time, because it is important. It is important that people know about telomere. It is important that people know about the struggles that, that Jonah specifically is going through day to day to day. And I've been on calls with Joanna um, where I've heard, you know, Jonah not having such a great day or not such a great moment anyway. And, and you and, and Joanna going back and forth and, and, and trying to figure out, you know, how to solve Jonah's issue at the moment, <laughs> yes. you know, I I've been a part of that. And, and so, yeah. you know, I, I, I get it. And, and I feel like, you know, you don't want to air out your dirty laundry by, yeah. me, you know, but at the same time, you want people to understand the struggles that yeah. Jonah does have to deal with. And I think as a result of getting people to understand and be able to relate, you're, you're going to see Jonah's world blow up. And, and, and you guys are at the point where it is a business. Okay. Because not only are you contributing for, for Jonah, but you are also needing to contribute for the organization of telomere as a whole to, to bring awareness, to bring financial support. And so you really kind of need to, try and shift yourselves into that business mindset and i know it's not easy it's um, not and, it doesn't and, come and naturally I, right and i know that and and yeah. see I, I because of the number of clients that we coach on a regular basis at this point um a lot of these guys are not built for for being business owners and and so it's my job as a coach to try and help guide them into that and I'm doing this for you guys right now because I want to, because I believe in you. I believe in Jonah and, and it's not, you know, that, that expect anything in return by any means. Um, you know, and I just, I, like I said, I, I, I think that what you guys are doing is great. Um, 
you know, so where do you see Jonah's world in, in say, five years? Oh, that is the hardest question in the world. It is a really hard question because the truth is that um, we, uh, we're very, very optimistic because we, because after a lot of struggle and a lot of tears, we've decided we have to be because we'd go crazy if we, if we didn't choose to be optimistic and idealistic about it. But the doctors tell us that we need to be prepared for a disaster, that, right. he's, that, that, he doesn't, that he's not going to live that long. And that's crazy. It, it's crazy to us because, because first of all, it's crazy to, to consider that in any case. But it's also crazy because it, all things considered, his health is doing pretty well right now. And so it's, it's, Hard to, it's baffling for yeah. us to, to try and wrap our heads around that. But that's, that is what the doctors say. I mean, the, the condition he has is this incredibly rarely severe subtype that all of the medical uh, cases in the literature uh, say that the kids don't last long. Like, so, yeah. so five years from now, it's just, it, it, it feels like, yeah, and it feels like a different universe. Yeah. Right. Right. No. And I can understand that um, because I have lost a child. Okay. Um, and, and it's the worst thing that the, anybody can ever experience in my opinion, because there's no greater love and there's no greater loss. Okay. Um, so, you know, but I mean, as far as, you know, you, you guys are optimistic and that's great and you should be, but at the same time, I also feel like, you know, are, is in the horrible, horrible incident that Jonah's time here comes to pass. Are you planning to continue the efforts with Telomere and Jonah's world and wow. trying to do those things? Is, is that something that you guys have even thought about? I mean, do, do you know what? I, I have to tell you. This is, I've never thought of that. I never have. And yet, and yet you're kind of my mind because what we have thought about is, oh my God, what a devastation that would be. And would, would our relationship even, even manage to, to make it through something like that? And what would our, would we even find meaning in life after that and all this sort of stuff? But what you're telling me, what you're suggesting, I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's a big, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. That's a purpose, right? Well, I mean, you've gotten Jonah involved already. And, and Jonah's coming to love the space. And he obviously loves doing art and, and all of these different things that you guys have got going on for him. And so I feel like, you know, even though he's not my child, even though uh, he and I have only spoken briefly a couple of times, um, I feel like through his art, you guys can still get the message out there. You guys can still, you know, bring awareness for it, raise funds for it, and, and you know, maybe help another set of parents not have to deal with such a loss. You know what I mean? And and you guys, honest to God, or, or God's in my religion, but honest <laughs> to God's, um, you know, I I talk to Odin. I talk to Thor on a regular basis and and and. I'm telling you guys that you guys are always in my thoughts and I'm always sending positive vibes to the gods for you because I, I want nothing but the best for Jonah. Um, you know, and I'll go on ahead and let the cat out of the bag. Um, as far as something that I told Joanna, uh, probably a month or so ago. Um, and, and it was after a, a pretty lengthy conversation with my wife, um, you know, that in the event that Jonah gets to a point where he does need a, a marrow transfer, um, I'm absolutely willing to be tested for that and absolutely willing to donate uh, whatever I can to, to help him in that. And it's not because 
I feel sorry for him. It's because if I have the ability to help somebody, then it's my human right and, and expectation that I should, you know, and that's kind of where, you know, Comar's NFTs has come into play with making our world a better place. And if my donation of bone marrow to Jonah makes his world a better place, then I've done that. And that's the whole reason why, you know, I had a very lengthy conversation with my wife about it. And she's like, if that's what you think you need to do, then do it. And, and so then I told Joanna, I was like, well, this is what I'm prepared to do. Should it come to that point? You know, and, and I feel like, you know, you guys are onto something here. And I, I hear stories all the time of these, these tragic events where parents have taken those tragic events and, and turned them into a massive positive. And I think this is an opportunity for you guys to get prepared to, to maybe do something like that. And trust me, having lost a child, I'm fully aware of the stress and the tension and, and the possible disasters that come in a marriage and a relationship from that, because everybody deals with things differently. Have you guys begun to talk about how you will handle that in the event that the unfortunate does happen or when it happens? We have. Um, I, before, before I answer that question, I do want to uh, respond to what you were just saying and tell you that I am honored such a deep level. And that's such a huge thing that you, uh, that you have offered. And it just means so much. And I don't know what else. Well, you don't need to thank me. It's just, it's part of who I am. <laughs> well, you're a good person. He is. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. Yeah. What was the question again? Whether, whether we talked about whether we're going to get divorced after. Oh, we already, <laughs> well, decided. No, we already decided. We're, we're fine. We're we, fine. Yeah, we, we did discuss it. We did. And it was, you know, it's a scary idea, but, but we're, we, we decided we're all right. Was we're, that, we're pretty good. Was that the question, Komar? Well, it wasn't necessarily about divorce, but it was how you guys were going to handle it to make sure that you, it, your relationship didn't end in a tragedy as well. Well, I yeah. think I think we're I think together on everything. Yeah, we just we just yeah. as a couple, we work so well together. You know, it's funny we, because we got married pretty late at, after both of us had had pretty serious relationships, and I think that really helped us to be realistic about <laughs> what the relationship was about. So now we don't feel very much stress or threat no. to the idea of difficulties, you know? Yeah, it's like, I don't know, for, for me, you know, for you too, Adam, like, there's no question, like, there's, there's no, um, it does, the thought of leaving you mm. just doesn't ever happen. Like, yeah. it's not an option. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a commitment that we've made to each other. We're better. We, we are better and, people yeah. together. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yep. Love so it. That is absolutely beautiful. Yep. Neither one of us is allowed to die. That's what, that's what <laughs> well, we keep reminding each other. I'm like, you better take care of yourself because you're not allowed to die. I told her. Well, I told her that that if if <laughs> she dies first, which honestly is going to happen, but if she dies first, then I'm going to get myself a dog and a motorcycle and a trailer, a cute little trailer I can travel in, and then I'm just going to travel across the world I'm with okay my dog with on my motorcycle. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That is too funny. Um, <laughs> my wife actually tells me the same thing. She says, you're not allowed to die. And, yeah. and understand that there's a 20 Aww. year difference between my wife and myself. And I am 20 years older than she is. Oh, uh, wow. And she says, you're not allowed to die before. If you do, she said, I will go to the gods and I will do what I need to do to bring you back. And <laughs> I'm like, okay. 
and we all know how that ends. Yeah, it, it, it always ends in another tragedy. But yeah, yeah. zombie apocalypse. There we go. It's it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, uh. So then, I guess my next question would would really be my final question, as Jonah continues to grow and age and and years and and dealing with this ailment, are you planning to try and help implement him, you know, as, as a more hands-on within the NFT space, meaning within spaces, within, you know, uh, coming up with different collections and and different things like that? Or what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you mean as he becomes more, uh, uh, more like cognitively capable of, of uh, independence within the space? Well, not necessarily independent. I mean, uh, honestly, even my daughter, um, who doesn't necessarily have some of those similar issues, um, there's no way in hell I would ever let her be in a space by herself or, or anything like that. I, I would always be supervising because, well, of course, again, yeah. but no, I mean, in terms of, you know, him being an active participant, right. not with just in the, the, you know, the art portion of it, but also within the um, Twitter spaces, the yeah. Instagrams, the, the things like that. I think the, I think the goal is always for, for more and more and more interaction yeah. from him and engagement from him. Yeah. Joanna is constantly trying to drag <laughs> him in, but you know, he's seven years old he's and seven. he's, and, and the doctors have told us that they're pretty sure he's not ADD, but uh, Joanna's pretty sure, sure that, feels like it. that he is. And uh you know, it, I mean, I guess that'll change as he gets a little bit older. He'll he'll get more focused. But. Yeah, and I absolutely uh, want him to uh, engage um, in spaces only if he wants to. Like, it's not something I'm ever going to force on him, obviously. Um, but even now, um, like I mean, uh, a space like a like a silent chair or something like that. Um, I'll have Jonah popped up, pop in, I'll turn the mic on and I'll have Jonah tell a joke if he wants to. Um, he'll come up with some jokes on the fly and they're ridiculous. <laughs> and <laughs> they always are. He, he does not understand the concept of, of like punchlines. No, not But at all. he loves the <laughs> idea of people laughing yeah, yeah. when he says something. So he'll make up just, yeah, yeah they're awesome. They're awesome. They don't make sense. <laughs> no sense at all. Um, but then he'll, he'll, he'll tell it in the space and he'll start watching the screen and he'll see all these little emoting up and he'll, he'll start smiling and, and he'll say to me again, another one. <laughs> That's so too funny. Yeah. So yes, the answer is yes. I would love to have him more involved, more engaged um, as he's able to and in as he wishes to. Right. right. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely always talking to him about it and like giving him updates on people that you know people hating his art or purchase purchasing his art um or just leaving him comments and things like that um so yeah as he gets older i'm certain he's just gonna become more and more involved uh in in the spaces and and just give you know being able to uh come up with his own ideas yeah for his own collections he's definitely not there yet we're guiding all of that um but I am sure there will come a day when when he starts, you know, having his own ideas for collections. I look forward to that. I'm totally amped about it. And I honestly, I can't see what it is that he comes up with, because even just from looking at his collections, he is very, very creative. And, you know, to talk about specifically, you know, the the collaboration that we did. But, um, 
gave him line work and turned it into like a playing card. And I'm like, I never thought about that. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that is so yeah. cool. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. He just signed his name that way, and I and then I it occurred to me. So, sorry, are you the guy who do, who does the the goblin? Yeah, he's just yep. The oh, orc. cool. Yeah, he's figuring it all out. Yeah, there we go. I got it now. <laughs> I, I I I colored a couple of those too. It was really fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She sent them to me. I was like, oh, those are cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So what I want to do now, guys, um, is I I kind of overshot this here a little bit, but um, what I'd like to do is open up the floor for anybody who has questions um, about you know what it is that Jonah's doing and how he's doing or any that you guys are absolutely welcome to to request up and ask your questions i just ask that you please raise your hand so that way i can pull you up in a, in a proper order go ahead stacy stacy hey you guys we love you well, love you I'm too girl <laughs> you're great my my question is do they actually do you, do you give him any drugs or medication or is there anything that they recommend that you do with him on a daily basis? That's my, I'm just curious. He has, he's not on no medications right now, actually. Um, and I think, I believe that that's because uh, his, his condition is not currently acute. Yeah. The, um, the, what it would look like if he, if it was acute would be that his, uh, uh, his, bone marrow would not be producing the right amount of the of the the right sorts of blood uh cells and in that case he might need to take some sort of uh mm. medicine to to keep it in in line but right now it's it's pretty good it's it's much lower than the average person but yeah. it's pretty good yeah uh it's not dangerous the in terms of like uh things that we have to do with him daily to uh uh to help him develop more uh, it's all it's all sorts of things like um, like for example we we still have to dress him uh, and so that's co we're constantly trying to help him to mm -hmm. learn to dress himself but he's so uncoordinated <laughs> he's so clumsy yeah. and yeah. and that's that's part of his uh, of of his other condition the Cerebellar. the cerebellar hypoplasia yeah. which uh, ha which causes profound uh, psychomotor uh, delay um, so so and it's very is difficult. Sorry? I've got a question. Have you been able to take him horseback riding yet? Uh, yeah, girl. He's had, oh, um, girl. yeah, he's had, uh, how many sessions now? Like six, maybe? Yeah, he loves it. He loves it, Stacy. He's just doing phenomenal. He's learning, he's, he's just basically, uh, learning all of the commands right now, learning how to hold the reins, um, just getting acquainted with just, sitting I was like I took him in yesterday and uh about 10 minutes into the lesson um he he started to complain a bit about being tired um because I you know I I don't understand what it's doing but from what I'm told it does work your core uh really Absolutely. yeah mm -hmm. so it does it, yeah. no it really does because like I I grew up on a horse farm um learned how to shoe them and all the whole 10 yards but um yeah it really does work your core muscles a lot yeah yeah so uh yep he's doing that we're so excited he's gonna be well, uh oh i I've, I've got a suggestion for you i'll talk to you about it afterwards but if you can send me a good picture of him riding a horse i'd love to make a coloring book page on my coloring book 
and then link it to you and all your story. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look Done. at that. Another great collaboration idea. I what? love it, Stacey. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll DM you. You DM me. Um, I got thunders. If you guys can do this in public, it would give both of you so much more power. I agreed. Oh, we can do it. Oh, yeah. Comars is going to remind us to keep it out of the DMs. You know, You're right. Comars, I've, I've done that now. And it's just paid off in huge dividends. Yep. So thank you so much for saying that. It's kind of an unusual recommendation in the NFT space, but it's so valuable. So you're right. Yep. I think so yep, many right. people, you know, look, DMs are great for, you know, personal information or mental health conversations that are one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, whether it's an address being shipped for a product, whatever. Um, and I think that the DMs have a place, but, I think they're overused and I think that people are too secretive. And the other thing that Twitter and or public conversations do for you guys is they add a level of transparency because if you're in the middle of a conversation with somebody, it doesn't matter what platform it's on, but it's public and anybody who's on the platform can see it, it. It shows the kind of person that you actually are. Therefore, wait a minute. Now, somebody might be able to relate to me, which means now they might follow me. Now they might grab a piece of my art. Hmm. Just makes sense to me. And, and so, yeah, that's why I always tell everybody stay out of the DMS. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great piece of advice. And I, I've certainly taken it to heart and I, I, uh, whatever I, uh, don't need to do in DMS. Um, I don't anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm a little more mindful about how I use them for sure. All right. So any final thoughts that you or Adam would like to add as, as far as, you know, some key points that you want people to understand about what it is that Jonah's world is and Jonah and even maybe even yourselves. Um, got anything, babe? No, I think that, oh, sorry. What's, what's your name again? Comar. Comar. I think Comart said it all. Like you've really given us a roadmap here. This is this, thank you so much for everything that you've said in this space. Yeah, um, second that because um, as it's probably evident, uh, don't have a fleshed out plan um, because all of this just happened in March. It just like it happened to me. <laughs> It happened to us. You know what I'm so, saying? I wasn't prepared for it. Here's something I don't do very often. All right. But I'm going to do it for Jonah and Jonah's world. Um, I'm going to give you guys two hours of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me. Let's sit down. Let's get a roadmap fleshed out. Let's get a plan together so that we know how Jonah's world is going to look in that five years that we just don't know about yet. Okay. And, and let's, let's, Make it happen. I'm willing to donate that time to you guys because I freaking love Jonah. I love his art. I love his enthusiasm, his positivity. And I just want to do that for you guys. Um, we have given out hours of, of consults, but never two at once um, and never two to the same person. So you're a first on that. Um, and, I, and I hope that, you know, we can get that scheduled. I've got a form I will send you a link to uh, to go fill out. And then we'll work on getting a time booked after you get that form completed. Um, but guys, I just, I really, really want to do what I can to try and help 
Jonah's world just blow up and become like a household name because I think that more people need to know about Telomere and uh, his other ailments as, as well, because there's never enough research out there. I mean, we hear about tons of research for cancer. We hear about tons of research for AIDS and, and different other life-threatening ailments, but telomere isn't on that list and no. we need, we need to get it on that list. So let's figure out how we're going to do that. That's amazing. Comard. Um, you. yep. Thank you. you uh, we do need it. I'm not going to lie. Um, cause you asked me, you know, what, <laughs> what, what's your five-year plan? And I'm like, Ooh, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, there is a reason that I named these, these AM interrogation station. Okay. Because I do ask the hard questions and I do put a lot of thought and like, you know, we've been planning for this AMA for two weeks because we didn't do one last week because of, of, you know, the, the baby surgery and stuff like that. But, um, you and I have been planning for this for two weeks. So for two weeks, I have been grinding and digging deep in, and I've got a whole notebook page here that literally had like 15 questions on it. Um, that, that I really got answers from you guys for, and, you know, I tell people that they need to listen to these AMAs because it gives them information about potential projects and investments that could benefit their futures. Um, you know, not just on a financial level, but just as a peace of mind, you know? So yeah, that's what I want to do for you guys. Um, other than that, you guys, I don't really have anything else at the moment. Um, like I said, uh, Joanna, I will get that form emailed to you. Um, so that you get that filled out, once you get that filled out, we will work on getting a, uh, your first hour booked, um, because I will use that form that you complete, uh, to kind of get, uh, not necessarily a plan in place, but to raise questions and maybe some ideas on how we might be able to take Jonah's world to the next level. Amazing. Um, yeah, appreciate that so much. Appreciate you for doing this and for helping us as much as you have and uh, i know you will continue to and i'm going to do the same for you um man yeah thank you so much <laughs> this, is, this is great I'm, you're I'm, absolutely I'm really, welcome yeah i'm really so, excited to to do this with you with that guys i am going to get ready to close out this this twitter space this live ama that we did with jonah's world and joanna and her dad his dad adam not her dad <laughs> uh, but we are going to close this out. You guys, if you have a brand and you are interested in being a guest on the interrogation station with Comard, please make sure you let him know via a tweet or any other social platform publicly, and we will do our best to get you scheduled. We are currently scheduled out on the AMAs through September 16th. So we have a lot lined up. We are doing a bonus AMA this weekend with Dave Swineback of the Crypto Goons, a really dear friend of mine. I am making an exception to do one on a Sunday because most of you know I don't do anything on Sunday except family time. But I'm doing it for Dave because I love Dave. So if you have any other questions, you guys, please don't forget this podcast. This will be put out as a podcast two weeks from today approximately. Um, we're trying to keep it a couple of weeks behind so that way we can redraw awareness to you guys as a brand, as a collection, and more importantly, as people in the Web3 space. Thank you so much for tuning in, and you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon, Comard.
Absolutely. It was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> we did. We did. You put us on the spot. You challenged us. I'm so glad my husband was here because he has great answers for things. Sometimes I, I stumble over my words or I can't get my thoughts straight in the spot. Right. <laughs> so at one point I was like, Adam, help. <laughs> <laughs> She's like waving him over. I was like, oh, no, my, my, head, my mind's going blank. I hate when this happens. Oh, boy. But yeah, no. I thank you so much. It was it was really uh, it was it was really fun, um, and I appreciated all the the uh, thoughtful questions and obviously how much time and effort you put into just you know looking into everything that we're doing and, and all the suggestions that you have and will have. We appreciate you, man. You're absolutely welcome. With that, guys. If anybody else has anything else they'd like before we close it out, you're more than welcome to. Hermie, you got anything? Uh, just that Jonah's World is my favorite product three. Um, I say that uh, wholeheartedly. Um, I love the fact that Joanna, I love the fact that they're doing everything they can for Jonah. I love the fact that they're bringing awareness to their, you know, unique situation. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know how else to say it. You know, I enjoy hearing Jonah or Joanna speak in spaces and explain, you know, what they did that day. And those updates, you know, keep me going as well. So just keep doing what you're doing. Lean on Comart and he'll help you with, you know, the next steps. And, you know, you're you're a grinder. So I think you're going to get there either way. But Comart will get you there faster. So um, love what you're doing and, and uh, love seeing you in spaces. Oh, thanks, Hermie. Yeah, um, love and appreciate you too, man. Um, you've definitely done a lot for us too and uh, look forward to our journey as well. Y'all the best. Apparently, Miss Araya did one of her little power naps today and we have a baby reveal party to go to in about an hour and a half. <laughs> Um, for my niece, she's, she's having a baby. And so we're going to go to this reveal party and hang out and, and whatnot. And I was hoping that she would get a better nap, um, <laughs> before we went. So she's not so fussy, but now she's in daddy's arms. She's perfectly content. She's and, fine. She's yeah, where she wants yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's, that's my girl. Oh, but, um, Guys, thank you so much. I love you. I am going to get out of here. Joanna, if you would um, go on ahead and, and do a tweet up. Um, I don't care if you turn it into a thread or not. It's it's entirely up to you. But if you would go on ahead and do a tweet up and, and review uh, kind of what your experience was with the AMA and, and share it with people. So that way, you know, other brands can try to get in line to, to get their brands put out and, and do an AMA. I think it is important to do these because it really does educate people on various projects. Um, Hermie doesn't know it yet, but I've already booked him for October 1st. Um, and he just doesn't know it yet. So that's awesome. You got it, man. You got it. I will. All right. We love you. All right, everybody. Love y'all. See you soon.